Greetings, Steve Skaysbrook. Monday, some sort of date, oh, the 18th of January. And um, it's the ATCPD podcast, CPD for the Architectural Technologist. Um, again, this week, I'm going to go through the new stuff that I've put up onto the uh, site for at-cpd.co.uk. And I'm going to have a little look at electric um, in terms of your sort of continuing CPD as a subject for research. So um, let's get on and have a look at what we have got to look at. Um, the first thing that I'm, I'm sort of going to have a little look at um, is the way that we can look at um, what we put up onto the site. And um, the site is continuing to, to grow. And I've added a lot of stuff on. Um, as always, the, the home page is just something that just sort of landing. Here it is. There you go. Um, uh, the real stuff is really on the completed list of uh, webinars and podcasts. And I've, I've added podcasts on now. And I'm going to continue to do this. Um, nothing new there that I'm listening to. Although um, the uh, Rework Digital Workplace podcast, I'm still going through a heap of their back issues on um, on Stitcher. Why? Because they're so interesting. Um, looking at the way we work from home, how I work from home, is there a difference? Um, everything is on there, and it really is a very good uh, podcast to go and listen to. And so I've left it on for this week um, as a podcast to go and listen to. Um, I think I'm going to revise this, as I said last week, um, I think I'm going to revise the way that I look at this, and I'm still thinking about it. Other things to go and have a look at tomorrow, the 19th of January, Net Zero um, have got their uh, BSI uh, presentation, which I shall attend. Um, uh, DBE, um, the Velvet Ruts, um, I'm, I'm still um, wa waiting to see what happens on this one. That there is a there's a fee going on, and I'm I'm not going to pay the fee, but if you're interested, there it is. Um, now, some new ones that I've put up that came in for one of the other lecturers, um, Mark Kelly, who's um, an architect and works for the university lecturing, um, gave me a couple, and uh, these are really interesting. Um, materials bank, what are good materials? Pat Bora from the Birmingham Architectural Association. Um, I've, I've got a really good lecture on, and that's on the 20th of January. Now it's a 5.30 start, which is an interesting one. Um, quite like the idea of a 5.30 start. It works well for me. Um, Civic Voice on the 22nd. Um, again, I've not heard more about this one, but I'm waiting to hear. 27th of January, uh, Resilience. Now. Dav Banasel, um, if you're into Birmingham architecture, you've got to know Dav. He's he's well-known um, uh, architect and, and and a bloody good technologist. I met him a couple of times over the past years, um, mostly when he did his work on the rotunda when they converted that. Um, but Glen Howells Architects, they've got through the Birmingham Architectural Association, um, have got a very good lecture um, with um, with uh, Dav and um, on resilience. Now, both of those, you've got to register with Eventbrite. So um, go and take your, your place on the list there. Um, now, the other one is CIAT. And this is a bit of the future. 
31st of March, uh, the transformation of AEC or time transformation of AEC. I, I really am interested in this one. I think it's going to be a great, great webinar. And I'll be interested to see um, what they have to say on this one. Um, the other thing that I want to I want to point out, and, and I found this place or this website just by accident because I was sort of going through LinkedIn and all of a sudden I came across this lecture going on within a LinkedIn site called Architecture Social. And it is it is very good. I mean, I was hooked at the moment I started to listen to their dialogue, the way that they talk. Um run by a couple of people who I um, am starting to get to know. Um, they, the guy who seems to run it is the, it's the guy called Stephen Drew. And he is an excellent talker. He's 100 miles an hour stuff. But wow, you know, some of the stuff they bring up, the way that they talk, the stuff that they, they like and don't like in architecture. And also, in particular, their YouTube site, which has got all the past issues up there. Really, really good. Now, the interesting thing here is that Steve Drew is also um, something to do with, with um, an employment agency for architectural. And he has got a very good webinar up at the moment looking at what you should be doing to change your point of view and focus on the way that you apply for jobs in this current climate. Excellent. Just love it. Links are up on the site, and I've put it under the general lectures with no real data structure section underneath all my webinars. So you go through all the webinars, and it's the next one down. <coughs> go and have a look. I mean, it really is very good. The moment I was I registered for it, I started to get emails, well, not emails, chats coming through about what I do, what they thought, what they wanted to know, what I thought. Incredible site. Really is very, very good. Um, I'm looking at the moment, and there's two, four, six, or seven people, or six people on, online at the moment. And some days he gets a lot more than that. As he said in the um, the opening statement, there's currently 3,200 people within the system. That is immense. Very good. Well worth going to have a look at. As always, um, I've put up the um, uh, all the past archives is now up on the site. Um, I've just transferred them across just in case you want to find something and you want to go back to it. Some of the sites are now putting up the videos or video recordings of their presentation so you can go and have a look at it again. I went on to Reuters last week and there was some unbelievably great stuff going on there. Um, as I said, I got an invite through the university so I didn't have to pay. But now they want me to pay if I want to go back and look at archived recordings. Um, no, thank you. Um, if you'd have given it to me free, I'd be up there because there's one or two of them I really would like to see again. But I'm not paying 690 quid just to go and have a look at one particular um, webinar that I thought was rather good. So um, takes your choice. You get my attention or you don't. Um, other things on there, I can't think of anything that really stands out. Oh, Sidewalk Labs, got to go and have a look at that. I've put it up onto the archive site. Second one down the newsletter. If you haven't signed up for it, go just just do it. Excellent place. Um, I've had a, a long-standing reader link with Sidewalk Labs. Um, 
and I really like the work that they do. I was so so upset when they lost the job in Vancouver, in Toronto, in the and the Keys area. Um, I can understand why they walked away from it, um, but it hasn't stopped them from being very productive in 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 the in the planning and city or smart city Serena, which is where I'm I'm particularly heading in in, in a lot of my research at the moment. Um, going on to that. Um, this is a book that has just come, uh, and it's it's really to do with my research into smart cities and SUDS. <coughs> I teach SUDS, um, which is suburban urban drainage, and um, it, it's it's a fascinating area. And, and one of the things I'm I'm particularly interested in is the amount of palatable water that's on the planet. Very little, and I'm going to go into this in a future presentation, but. Just go and have a look at the way that water is. You know, 97% of the planet is covered in the oceans. <coughs> it's incredible. Um, just go and have a look at it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm particularly interested in the way that we waste water, the way that we pollute it, the way that we, some of the polluted water can never be brought back into, into the palatable arena. I, I, just, I just cannot believe it. Anyway, that's as far as I can tell is, is as much as I've done on the, um, <coughs> um onto the uh, the webinars and the podcasts next week i've got a couple of podcasts i'm i've heard about and i want to go and listen to them before i comment on them so um hang in there for that one so um today's research topic um and i'm i'm going to go and have a look at, at the way that this works um because um i i quite like the idea of of understanding how electricity is used and uh, for, for a long time I've, I've looked at electricity and, and and try to understand it and how it works the, the 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 way that we control it the way that it's distributed across the country how it's generated and everything and um i i, I sort of thought well there must be something we can do about this because it needs to be and you have to go back to an argument that went on in the, the late 1880s between thomas edison and nicholas tesla and, and and tesla we don't know much about what well, we didn't until the tesla car came up and everybody says who the hell is this tesla and you start to you start to look at it and, it, and it's 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 a great way of understanding what was going on in this particular area between ac alternated current and dc direct current so edison was your direct current man and and um he he had a, a lot of patterns which which worked very well but tesla come up and said no oh, i think there's a better way of doing this as he would and he he started to look at switching the direction of the current to produce alternating current now the benefits of this was that you could shove it over long distances very easily without a great deal of degradation. DC, on the other hand, wouldn't do this. And so it's very localized. So um, I started to look into um, the whole question of, of how DC should make a comeback. Um, because when you start to look at it, solar panels, which I'll go into next, um, is, is all DC. And you have to transform it back up to AC to make it of any use to the grid. Now, I don't have a problem with that, 
But what I'm saying is that maybe the two of them should come together, whereas AC should be the main distribution system for large distance, in other words, the grid. But when it comes to local use, why aren't we switching back to DC? Now, I'm, I'm staring at the moment in, into, into a camera system onto my, um, my quite aging MacBook Pro. And I have to have a lump of cable and a bloody great big plug to downgrade the, the AC to DC because my laptop, and to be honest, most of my other sort of equipment that I use is DC. And I'm wondering why we still have to do this when, you know, most of my general electrical equipment in the house is DC orientated because it's battery. So I'm, 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 I'm interested in the way this works. I want to see how we can develop this. The smart city, I think, is going to drive this. And so um, I think there is a DC comeback in the future where we can look at the way that we can power our equipment, um, not having to transfer it back down from AC to DC, but just take AC straight from our own solar panels and also any other way of generating dc power because panels are only the start there's just so many other ways that we can look at and how we can store it is it battery is it compressed air is it whatever i just don't know but i think there is an awful lot we can do to look at dc power and bring it back into the mainstream as far as domestic use is concerned um the reason i i quite like the idea of this is that solar panels uh, are becoming more and more efficient and they're becoming more and more useful together with the other ways that, as I said, of generating electricity at DC level. And the interesting thing is the way that electric cars are now becoming part of the scenario. And we've now got these ideas coming up and I watched an excellent um, um, uh, YouTube um, presentation on the use of this. And this is the way that the control panel will make use of all the electric coming in and either save it to your own battery system, send it to the grid to get some cash back, or start to charge your car as the alternative battery. And I quite like the idea of this because it means that if I'm not going to use my car, and to be honest, my use of my car has just gone down in the last year simply because i'm working at home i don't have to travel that much um, i can walk to the shops which i quite often do um so my car is not as used as much and it's what four and a half five years old nearly and i've only done twenty two thousand miles in it this is just stupid so i'm i'm beginning to look at the way that that my car is used and wondering whether electrical should come up and whether we should install panels or not i have no idea but if you do, then you can start to use the battery in your car to power your house when you don't need it. In other words, charge it up on the cheap tariffs at night and then use that um, as well as your batteries in your house to power your needs. And I think it's great. Unbelievably good. Um, here's a good one. And I started to read this and I thought, how the hell does this work? So the internet is being used in some experimental work. And I say it's not alpha. This is top end beta stuff where, you know, it's going to go into service very soon from what I'm reading anyway. And that is the way that the we could transfer electrical current by an Ethernet cable. 
In other words, it's packet switching, but on a different level. In other words, there's amounts of charges put into the cable, very low voltage, nothing different to what's already there at the moment. But there is a little packet going on. In other words, there's the energy, there's the start and the finish of the packet, and then there's some equipment to the other end that takes that and says, oh, your energy, thank you very much, and take it away. And then bring it all back together to power the house. In other words, charge your batteries. I'm, I'm fascinated with this. this. This is seriously good stuff. So I'm, I'm beginning to follow this as part of my research. Um, and, and I must admit that the, the way... The way that I'm looking at all this in terms of my of my research, I mean, the, the AC versus DC wars, which I talked about, is is fascinating reading on history. Um, also, the way that DC current in the home is being used, and and there are several areas of interest in there. Now, the two people are looking at how we can transfer energy across the Ethernet system. Um, there is two out there. One's called VoltServe. Um, and then there is an article on um, EDN, which I've given a link to you, uh, regarding how this all works. Although the, arc, or the author is a little skeptical on this, he has to say, well, it works, you know, but I don't understand it sometimes. Okay, we need to do research on this and to understand as an AT, I'm quite interested in this because I think we can do a lot more to power our homes, use cheaper alternatives of fuel, i.e. solar panels, and just make the thing work a lot easier and get away with these 240, 230 volt systems that we have to use at the moment. Hey, whatever. So um, and the other thing is this idea of powering some equipment um, by using near field charging. Now, this is ongoing at the moment. I mean, my phone won't do it, um, or at least I don't think it will. Um, but here's my mobile. And I should be able to place my mobile straight onto a little pad and charge it straight away. I haven't done this because I can't be bothered. But hey-ho, it should work. Um, and I'm waiting to see probably my next phone. I'll, I'll do something about it. But that is that is interesting technology there's another one that where they can take a little bit of kit no bigger than a credit card and the last time i saw something it was getting even smaller with two little tiny antennas coming out of it now these atten antennas grab the energy within the atmosphere and turn it into energy for use on that card so if i put a chip on there which is a sensor or something else like that i can get almost infinite energy for the rest of mankind just by putting this little tiny system together that grabs the energy out of the atmosphere and pulls it in unbelievable i've given you a link on that um, and i'll i'll expand on it in another lecture i think because it, it, it needs looking at so that's it really um not a long one on electrical use i don't intend to teach you the electrics in terms of volts and current and everything else, all I'm saying to you is, as an AT, there is a lot there we can start to look at in terms of alternative designs, alternative sources of energy. And it's not going to go away. The more houses that come on with solar panels, the more solar panels that are added, the more this is going to go on.
if you're doing research into smart cities as I am, then you cannot ignore this. It has to be part of your research. And so um, I think we will um, end it there. Um, as far as I'm concerned, um, I've got a couple of new things going on. But I think our next week, I'm going to start to look at timbering construction. Um, uh, my students are going through detailing at the moment, and it suddenly occurred to me that I haven't done a presentation on timber for an awful long time. So I'm going to start looking at timber and bring up how timber is procured, in other words, the forests, how it's transported, how it's aired, how it's dried out, and the different ways of cutting, the different types of timber between softwood and hardwood. And I think I'll also start to look at the way that we do timber detailing. And I have very strong views on the way that timber is used. In other words, can we start wasting huge glumps of timber where we can start to use glue lamb? And I quite like the idea of that. But that's all down to the next presentation. So um, thanks for listening. Um, always available on YouTube. Um, through the site there, through my site, through the links I've put up. The um, uh, running schedule, it will be up on the site um, in about 20 minutes or so after I finish it off. All the links are on there about um, past issues. Everything is up there. Go and have a look at it. I'll be um, interested to hear from you. If there's anything you want to know about or ask me to, to look at, then fine, please do. Otherwise, Thank you for all this. I will um, I will speak to you again soon, um, next Monday, I hope. Um, and the subject will be timbering construction. Cheers and be good and be safe.